Welcome to TV Told Me. This is Ajay. Hey, everyone. This is Kelly. And we are so happy to have you here. Um, I have been reading a lot lately. And so my question is, are you into reading mysteries or just watching them on TV? Uh, I like both. I like mysteries in any form. If I'm, I, I really want to read other things other than mysteries for books, mm-hmm. but somehow I just keep finding myself there. I like how it just keeps going and going. Some other genres of books, I just need something to keep me going through the novel. So I'm definitely an equal opportunity mystery reader and watcher. Yeah, I always, well, I'm into like a good drama. And a lot of times Mm. these dramatic books have a murder in there that I wasn't planning on. And I'm always like, what? How did I get here? Um, but it's not like a gory murder. It's like always like, and she murdered him as he came up the stairs. And I'm like, yep, he deserved it for sleeping with Tasha and then slapping whoever. So, okay. But they never go into detail. They're just like, he was murdered on the floor. But like books where they go into detail, that would be too much for me. And like, I've never in my life read a Stephen King book, even the ones that people are like, but that's not scary. I refuse because his scary movies freak me out. So I'm like, I don't need to have it in my mind where I'm imagining the scenarios. So I've never yes. had That's such a good point. Yeah, sometimes I, I, I agree. Like I'll read some Stephen King, but I won't really watch the movies. So the books, so the books don't scare you that much to where you're like, I cannot read this. I guess maybe I just like, don't try to visualize. I can like limit my visualization if I'm reading and just keep, I I don't know. I'll have to be more self-aware next time I'm Well, don't, that might make it worse for you. You might, (laughs) I might freak you out where you're just like, never again. I've never done it. So I don't know. It might be easier because I could just like close the book you know, whereas a movie, there's the music and all of that. But with the book, I can just close it and be like, not tonight. Yeah. I don't know. I've never, I've never tried. I've never, anything that's like um, horror as a genre for book, I've never read it. Like I've never even read a Goosebumps book. I won't do it, Mm. but maybe I should, maybe now I should venture out and try it. You know, I shouldn't have limits on anything. I'm not sure. I, I think you're right. Like, I would definitely say that I'll maybe read a mystery, uh, an espionage mm-hmm. situation. There's always like a love story in there. So you get a little bit of that. I wonder why that is. Because I'm thinking if we are like trying to save the world, do we always break for romance? It's the James Bond of it all. I don't know. Maybe we're uh, just yeah, like exactly. so used to that. Because I just feel like that would kind of hold us up. Yeah, especially like the political espionage going through multiple countries. I'm like, who who is just waiting for you that they're like, okay, go ahead, like go do some political murders and I'll see you next week. I I, I just don't know that <laughs> relationship. Oh, also you have to keep everything a secret and you lead a double life. I mean, these are sort of red flags to me. I'm not really sure how romanced I will actually be by this character. Yeah, I feel like if we're dodging gunfire and I'm like, oh my gosh, Michael, it's you. <laughs> I remember you from Rome in 2010, dodging, dodging, dodging. I still love you though. Like I would be like, I don't have time for this, Michael. I have to make sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but who knows? Who knows? 
Yeah, but I've never read any sort of like horror books. Maybe not, no zombie books unless they're maybe trying to be funny. Probably like the Sookie Stackhouse books were just as close as I got to. I like that With name. vampires. I've never even heard. Through oh! The Through the okay. I, I've never watched that show. Well, I know. I think you I know. would like that. I tried. I tried to watch one episode and I was just like, I think I'm good. Because I just felt like everything was like dark. And I, I don't mean like, like <laughs> evil. I mean like just very low lighting. <laughs> it was. It was a little hard to see. <laughs> Which I hate to admit this because I love Viola Davis. But that's why I didn't watch How to Get Away with Murder. It was just very dark. Like I was always like, I know you guys are in the woods at night, but like, is there not a lighting person that could like, you know, highlight something really? I don't want to be in, I don't want to be in the night. So I just, I never really watched it, which I know is like so sad. Again, so sorry, Viola Davis. You you made it without me though, but I, I couldn't watch it because of that. I'm sure the storyline was amazing. I love a good Shonda Rhimes show, but that one I couldn't do because the low lighting was killing me. Uh, I really liked that show. Sometimes I would get lost. I'm like, wait, who did that? Who, whose mother's father's sons? Like I was getting lost sometimes, but you know, Shauna would always bring it around and Viola was always really good, but I'm, I'm with you. There are definitely several times in movies or TV shows. I'm just like, I can't work this hard. My eyes are getting old. I need to preserve them. I cannot be looking this way. Do you remember when we used to watch Scandal and then you would try to explain it to someone else? And it would just be like, listen, I can't draw the diagram for you, but let me, okay. So she, so it was just, it was too much because somebody would be like, oh, what's it about? I would be like, okay, look, just, I need you to maybe watch episode one and then come back at me or, you know, a couple, because especially when it started to get like really deep and then Mm. I left, like my friend was like, how did you leave? But there was a part of the show where somebody went down a drain hole and I was like, I think this is where I leave it. It just, when mm-hmm. it came back to the next season, I didn't come back. And then when I tried to watch the finale, I was so confused. So I was just like, I'm like gonna I made a choice. I'm, yeah, I made a choice and I have to live with it. Cause and they were like, <laughs> well, you could always go back and watch it. And I was like, nah, I think I'm good. Mm-hmm. But in, but listen, when it was first coming on, I mean like fully Ooh. invested. Like Ooh. we went on a trip to Maine and the moment we got to a TV, me and my friend were like, and now we watch Scandal. <laughs> yes. Yes. It was the season finale too. We were like, we have to be there with it. So we were loving it. So, yeah. And that was when like TV was still like there were DVRs, but I feel like that was a, before streaming was a really big thing. So it, well, just it was much like, CTV, e- must see TV. So even if you did have a DVR, you had to watch it because the friends that were watching it, the T, te- I feel like everybody was invested. So the moment the yes. show ended, there was already these write-ups on it and what was going on and who was doing what. And it was just like, oh my gosh, so it was yeah. crazy. But I think a lot of people left the show when I left it. So it was just kind of like, but there was a good two, three years where it was full scandal focus. Yes. Yeah. And I'm sorry to say Shonda that also like it was tough for me, maybe in the last two seasons. <laughs> Um, I made it through. Did I enjoy every minute of it? Maybe not, but, mm, mm. 
But we also don't want you to in any way use these comments if you're thinking about making a TV show about two podcasters, one black, one white. <laughs> uh, well, you can even use our names. That's fine. Because we, we love you that much. Just so we, you know. we need you to maybe say no mm. instead of say yes. Mm. Mm. Very good book, by the way. Now yeah, we both book. read the book too. Yeah. Yes. Listen, so let me tell you about this book that I read recently. So mm-hmm. it's by Leanne Morardi. I always get people's last name. I always get people's last names wrong. But you know That's what cool. I love about it is like my name isn't easy to pronounce. So then I feel like when uh, when I say other people's names wrong, I like look at them like, okay, so we're both on the same playing field. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, she wrote like Nine Perfect Strangers, which became um the hulu show with nicole kidman which was crazy Ace. you haven't seen it very out there seen it. okay it's very okay. out there nicole kidman does a russian accent all the way through um is it a good russian accent i would say you know for me as an american that doesn't speak russian no it wasn't but i was with her <laughs> <laughs> her character was strong enough that you were willing to look past it Yes. And I did watch the whole show. So there you go. Mm. I, but I never read that book. I read, but I did read Big Little Lies. And then I couldn't watch that show because I'd mm-hmm. already read the book. And I was just like, it was a journey that I don't want to go through again. Yeah. But my sisters and my friends that hadn't read the book, they all watched the show. They were fully attached to it. And so many people were that they came out with a season two. Um, so the story was really good. But like I said, I had already gone through the book and I was like, there's no way the show can be as good as the book. So I'm just not gonna, I think I watched the show for like 15 minutes and I was like, I think I'm good. Yeah. Um, just cause I already knew what was going to happen. But so she wrote this other book. And so me on the library app wanting to, you know, get my reading in, mm-hmm. I saw a book called the husband's secret. I was like, hey, this book is long. Are you ready to commit to this? <laughs> And then I looked at, you know, the clothes that I needed to fold and just household chores. And I was like, yes, yes, yes. this is the time to, to really take hold <laughs> of a long book <laughs> so that I can like I totally ignore the housework that I need to do. And it's called The Husband's Secret. Mm. And basically it's with all of her books, it's like these people are living separate lives and somehow they all come together. Mm. So in this book, I guess the main thing is there um is this family in australia this um the main i guess the main thing that i'll say because there's different like characters and things the main plot is this woman is helping her 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 daughter with some homework about the berlin wall and she remembers that she had gone to the berlin wall so her daughter's like oh my gosh do you have anything and she's like yeah i bought a piece of it do you want it so she goes up to the attic to get the piece of the berlin wall for her daughter and when she goes up there a box like hits her in the head because she's shuffling things around uh-huh. and what falls out is this letter and it says for my wife upon mm-hmm. my death Ooh, ooh, ooh! and so she goes through this whole chapter of like should I do it should I not right. do it and her right. and her husband don't keep any secrets from each other so when he calls she was just like so hilarious I found this letter and he's like don't open it if you love me don't open it and then oh. that freaks her out even more. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then she goes back and forth on whether she should open it. And that is like the main thing throughout the book is like, you know, whether she should trust her husband, not trust her husband, you know, 
with like opening it or not opening it, what the secret is about, all of the stuff. And so it was pretty interesting. So do you think that she's going to have a third movie on her hands? Yeah, I think people would like literally eat this up. Mm. For real, for real. And mm. I actually probably would watch this one. I didn't watch Big Little Lies, but this one I would probably watch because there's certain things in it where I'm just like, hmm, interesting. Um, for some reason, I think Nicole Kidman's going to be in it again. She was in the last two, Leanne. Oh, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's like the Australian connection. Oh, or, yeah. I don't, I I don't know if Leanne is in Australia or she's from Australia. I don't know, but... I think she's from Australia because most of her books, well, are like Australia based. So, I don't oh, okay. So I think she maybe, is. I don't know. Maybe that's the connection. But yeah, I mean, it's also Nicole Kidman, and people watch what she does. So I watch what she does. So. Do that for the clout alone. Yeah, bring in the audience for that reason alone. But if you guys are looking for like a book to read, The Husband's Secret was really good, and it's um like it's a mystery is it i think it's more of like a drama than a mystery of mm. how the things go together so it's like intrigue. watching a, it's intrigue suspense it's like a really good soap opera um is like playing before you and so it made me like want to read another one of her books um unfortunately when you deal with the library it's not always available but right. the apple never falls mm. apples never fall is the next book that i i'm on the waiting list for so that should be good but yeah Wow, shout out to Leanne turning out the hits book after book. There you go. I mean, um, if you have two shows, two movies, or two two shows slash movies. I mean, that's good. Mm-hmm. And Nine Perfect Strangers was very weird, but also I think it was a good watch. So yeah, I um kind of maybe in the same vein. I ended up finishing. The woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window on Netflix. And um, it's it's no longer on the top 10. I will say (laughs) I checked this morning. You got it right in time. Right in Uh, time. I guess I got it right in time. Uh, The ending. I, I was just looking at my screen like, why? Or what? (laughs) Uh, but you know, if you, was I, was I intrigued? Did I kind of enjoy the journey to get there? Yes. Mostly. I don't know. It's kind I mean, of it to is you. A parody. It's a parody. So like the things that they do mm. in it was extreme. So yeah. like, strangely, um, my mom was watching it. I went to go see her and it was on and it was halfway through. And it was kind of hard to look away from, even though some very crazy things were happening. I was like, what is happening? What? And then, but you can't stop looking. Like my, I, I like asked mom when I came in, I was like, oh, is it good? She was like, it's just weird. And I was like, oh, it's like a parody. And she was like, but it's weird. So yes. It's, I think because someone's not laughing and pointing and they're not doing it like in an over the top way. Correct. You don't Correct. realize like that they're making fun of these types of movies. Yeah. like. I also, there were weird, like little things. I actually haven't confirmed this, but I think each time the main character went to go visit a gravestone, the gravestone engraving like changed every time. And that was maybe (laughs) supposed to be funny. And I'm like, it's not that 
funny. I don't, I don't know. There were little moments where I chuckled, but yeah, I couldn't, it didn't maybe go over the top and that's why it felt sort of weird. Yeah. So I, um, there was a part that I saw, which I thought was again, my, my mom was like, who would do that? And I was like, it's a parody because there's a part where she is like in the hospital and she's painting but they put the paint, they put the, they put the, the easel right on, right on top of her bed. So basically like it's looking down on her. So every time she paints, the paint is like hitting her in the face, but she's painting like vigorously. Yes. My mom was like, who, why would they do that? And I was like, oh, it's supposed to be a parody and funny. She was like, I just don't get it. And I was like, yeah, it's just, I don't Yeah. Know. I didn't really understand. Like if you're, um, on bed rest like you have to be laying flat I think you're just supposed to be in a bed and you could maybe like sit up and then paint on an easel and not get it on your face I think that they just like took it to the extreme so they did yeah it was both like what and then so ridiculous that I did have like a little chuckle but I mean I will say this like even with that it's very it's a movie that's hard to look away from Yes. Because I came in, like I said, halfway and I was like, oh, but if I'm going to watch it, I want to watch it from the beginning. But then I ended up like watching most of the whole thing. Yeah. And you told me you watched like the second to last episode. Yeah. One more episode. I fell asleep. (laughs) Which I think was literally like 20 or 30 minutes. It was much shorter than the other episodes, which I think is kind of weird. I'm like, just tack it on (laughs) to the finale. But I mean, whatever we're, we're, we're binging it anyways. It's not like I would have to wait till the next week, but yeah. Then in that episode, in that final episode, I, at the very end, I just shook my head. You just shook your head. I just shook my head. Well, I'm going to watch the first episode and then the last episode. Cause I know what happens. So I'm just like, hmm, so we'll see, but but yeah, I mean, I think it's one of those things where if you want to just binge something goofy, it would be like a good like watch. Yeah. Um, Cause it is still, I will say it is still a mystery of figuring mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. what happened. Um, yeah. And I didn't realize till I started watching it. Cause I was like, something about this seems, and it was because in the title it is part of the movie is the girl on the train, which is a really good book mm-hmm. if you've never read it. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say it's crazy. No, that book is crazy it is um but it, it gets it you hooked. a good read yeah so I I don't think I no I never watched the movie because I'd read the book and I I guess because the book is so much in this woman's head mm-hmm. that I was like I don't know if the movie is really going to be able to depict that so I just never gave the movie a try exactly I did, I thought the same thing I was just like the book was really well done and intricate and right. It's like most of the story is in her head. Mm-hmm. If they're going to change that to be something else, then I think it's maybe not going to come to fruition, but I don't know, maybe after a few years, if I just wanted to watch a movie one day and I've kind of forgotten what happened then, <laughs> which happens to me often. You know what I gave a chance was, um, so one day I was, I don't even know what I was doing, but I was looking at something and they were like, watch search party on CBS. And this was like years ago. And I like, was like, okay. So I cut it on and it's like a, it's the same with the woman on the train or I'm sorry, the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window. That's a very long title. <laughs> it is. It's in the same vein as that. 
it is um, kind of a, a mystery parody show. So it's mm-hmm. basically about this girl who, <laughs> this girl goes missing. And these people that used to go to college from her are like faking concern. <laughs> yes. And so they, um, so one of them like goes off to try to go find her and she ends up being in her own real life mystery um, mm-hmm. and possible murder. Mm-hmm. And so then, um, so the show goes along for five seasons. Like the first mystery of the missing girl is solved, but then things that happen while they were looking for the mystery girl add to another mystery and another thing and another thing. It's kind of like the cover-ups always worse than the crime. They end up in a situation like that. Yeah. Anyway, last week, I finally finished season five in which I think the writers were just like, oh, we have a budget to do another season. What is the craziest (laughs) thing that we can think of that has nothing to do with the initial plot of this show, Mm. but also Mm. we just want to be just off the wall because HBO picked us up. So what should we do? And I, I think that they took that and were like, great all the way through and then the very last like maybe two minutes of the show they were like and this ties into the beginning because and you're just like actually not even two minutes the last 15 seconds and you were like Mm. oh okay all right (laughs) Mm. but yeah but it's definitely like a parody show over the top type of comedy but it's a little interesting when you watch it because there's no laugh track or anything like that. So you really have to decide like what you think is funny, but they are doing some over the top stuff. Yes. I've only watched the first season and it's been a while since I watched it, but I remember I was like loving it. I was like, this show is so funny. And then something happens. I was like, what genre (laughs) am I watching right now? But I really enjoy like the over top ridiculous characters and um I thought it was I thought it was really good so I I want to go back and and watch that for sure but I will I guess I got to make it through the whole fifth season because apparently they didn't know what they wanted to do but they said we do know what we want to do in the last 15 seconds therefore we need a fifth season yeah I mean it ties in I will say the fifth season no I'm not gonna lie to you but like they they tack it on to the end of the fourth season where you're just like oh And then I think episode two, they go to a whole different place and you're like, wait, what is happening right now? So yeah, (laughs) it's interesting. That's a good one. Um, I also want to recommend the TV show, the series Only Murderers in the Building on Hulu. Loved it. It was cute, quirky, silly, kind of funny. And there's a mystery. Um, and it's based off of like these, you know, podcasts that come out about a true crime story. And (laughs) like I said, everybody has a murder podcast these days. Yes. Everybody has a murder podcast. We need a murder. Something happened in our building. We don't know what it is. And we need to have a murder podcast because, you know, these characters are all going through their kind of personal struggle and have their personal reasons. And you find out more and more about their lives and their characters. And I don't, I don't want to give away too much, but I really enjoyed that show. I think it's something you could watch, 
you know, I think your parents are going to like it. Mm-hmm. They're going to like it. So, um, and it has Steve Martin and Martin Short. So there's just like this kind of comedy aspect to it. That's like yeah. really cute and like over the top. Selena Gomez is like in it and she's like the cool, like millennial person that's like chill while they're like losing their minds anytime something happens and it's one of those things where it's like I think it's a combination of like the odd couple because Mm. Steve Martin and Martin Short's characters are very different yes um and then like this like young hip girl that's also like I don't care but look what we found it's like you know like everybody's trying to be cool like they don't care but at the same time they're like oh my gosh another piece we're gonna solve this like so yeah (laughs) So yeah, it, it I mean, brings them together. They've uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short. They've known each other for so long. Like it's obvious that they have chemistry because they just. I think I'm pretty sure they were on SNL at the same time. So they've just been making comedy together for so long that you can just tell that they're really comfortable with each other and ready to go out there and do it again. It was really fun. And it's also really good, too, because, like, they're good, like, physical comics, too, Um, Mm -hmm. because there's one episode of the show that goes without any, any, there's no, um, there's no talking at all throughout the whole episode. It's just based, and I think it's in black and white, too. So it's just based on like the act, the facial features of the actors mm-hmm. and then moving the story on. And I mean, there is, you know, signing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, you could still like figure out what's going on if you didn't read the subtitles, um, if you don't know how to sign. Um, yeah. But it was just still like the fact that you could make it black and white because at this point, people are just like, what? It's not in color, not interested. Yeah. Make it to where there's no words because there really isn't a lot. Um, even within the episode, there's not tons of like, even sign language is still very limited. It's mainly like the actions of yeah. like the facial expressions and the movements of the actors in that episode. Yeah. Um, so just to be able to, I mean, have that level of talent to just have a whole episode based on that. So good. And also, um, I think that's really true to the deaf character's experience. The people around that deaf character didn't learn sign language. So you're really seeing things from their perspective, like their dad trying to use sign language, basically relying on the deaf son's ability to read lips. Um, although he's not bad. Nathan Lane is really bringing it as far as like an actor signing. I'm like, okay, I can kind of believe this. Other, There's other actors that you're just like, no, please, please stop. But um but like that's his daily experience. He's interacting with the hearing public who is, he. all he has is like the body language because, you know, close people to him haven't learned sign language. And so if you kind of watch it in that vein, that now I'm remembering, because it has been a while since I watched it, but like um, when his dad was trying to sign a song to him and really wanted him to, hear the song connect with the dad through the song and he wasn't able to like that was a really um that was a really powerful moment because I think because you know most deaf children their parents are hearing and I can I've seen that play out in real life so I just really applauded play out in what way where their parents aren't able to fully communicate or 
Correct. Many hearing parents with deaf children do not learn sign language, unfortunately. Mm. Um, yeah. So not, not to go too much farther into that, but Nathan Lane's character does learn some sign and they seem to be able to get along pretty well. And the deaf actor, that's the son, I think does a really good job. He's really awesome. So yeah, I forgot about that part in the show. <laughs> no, I really like that part. Um, so yeah, no, it's really good. So, um, so yeah, and there's going to be a season two and I just really enjoyed it. I just think it's like a fun, cute um, watch, but then you also are, even though it's funny and there's cute things going on, you are still trying to figure out a murder mystery, which mm-hmm. is really good. So mm-hmm. yeah, Tina Fey makes an, exp- uh, makes an appearance in it. Just so many people yes. like pop up where you're like, oh, okay. So yeah. What did you end up uh, watching this week? or want to want to watch this week my bad um so one of the things that I had started but I hadn't fully finished that I think I'm gonna do is Cruel Summer so it's a tv show that is it's hard to explain um there's something that happens Mm. and they tell it I mean I'll I'll talk about it next week but there's something that happens and they tell it in them they tell it in three different veins so they tell it when this girl when these girls are 14 15 and 16 Mm. and so they but it's so because what happened was so dramatic Mm. every time they switch I mean applauds I mean accolades everything to these actresses every time they switch years you can tell because they look totally different because yeah because life has hit them very differently so Mm. yeah but it's a teenage drama based in the 90s, favorite period of time. Yes. So, and so it's really cute. So that's what I'm going to watch. Oh, okay. That sounds really good. I hadn't heard a lot about that. I am going to watch um, something new that came up on the Netflix feed, Murderville. Obviously, I was intrigued because it's called Murderville, which we know by now. I um, fit that trip of watching too much murder mysteries. That's fine. But I didn't, I I watched a trailer for it and I didn't really realize what kind of a show it was. Like, I just thought it was a regular scripted show. And so what happens is Will Arnett is the main character, the main detective. And then every episode they invite like a celebrity to come on and the celebrity helps Will Arnett solve a mystery. So the celebrity doesn't know what's happening, but uh, the other people on the TV show know what's happening. And like, I, I read that like the mystery is, you know, not really hard to solve, but the point is, it's like a murder mystery improv. Oh my gosh. <laughs> which I, which I was like, what? Okay. I have to tell Ida about this because as we know, Ida is really into improv doing great things. And I, I just am loving, I'm just going to love to see, of course they have like a clip of like Will Arnett in a celebrity's ear of like, this is your name. You have to say everything I'm <laughs> going to say. Uh, there's Conan O'Brien, there's Ken Jong, there's Marshawn Lynch, which who was a Seattle football player for a long time. And, um, and he's always really funny. He's very authentically himself. And so I'm just like, I didn't realize that that was what the show was about. And I, I gotta just watch this comedy. 
Mm, okay, I might give that a try too. So, so I, I mean, listen, we have fully done the drama, the murder mystery genre today. I love it. <laughs> we talked about so many different shows. Um, so I'm excited to hear how that show goes because that seems like pretty interesting and right up my alley. Definitely, yeah. if any of you watch these shows and you have any input or you have any other shows that you want us to watch, definitely email us at tvtoldme.com. That's not right. I don't know why I keep saying that. tvtoldme at gmail.com is where you can email us. If you go to tvtoldme.com, I don't know what's there because we don't own that. We haven't done anything there. Um, but if you want to- You're not responsible for anything you yeah. find on that page. Somebody's probably buying it right now. Like <laughs> they're going to want this. We're and not. <laughs> we'll buy it from you for with a million dollars later on no I no. won't I would rather change the name of everything than to give mm-hmm. you that sir. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you want the transcript you can find us at tvtoldme.wordpress.com there we go and to email us it's tvtoldme at gmail.com there we go we got to get into a flow <laughs> you can always listen to us on Spotify Anchor Apple Podcasts um, and then now we are back so you can listen to me and my sisters on Thursdays talk about This Is Us. We do a weekly recap of the show because we love it. And yeah, also if you have any book recommendations, I'm very open to them. Because yeah. um, like I said, I've been trying to read, I think so far, which is pretty good. I mean, we're like at the end of February and I think I've read like four books. So Ooh. I feel pretty confident. Yes. Yeah. Um, but anyway, but I'm trying to read a book a month for like the rest of the year because I just want to kind of also flex that muscle I just Mm -hmm. I like reading books and getting into them Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. but anyway thank you guys so much for joining us get some sleep drink some water we love you and we'll see you next week bye y'all